Hey guys, welcome back to After Practice, where four UF fencers get together to discuss their latest obsession. After Practice. I'm Santiago. I'm Erica. I'm Reagan. I'm Melissa. So first off, we just wanted to apologize for being kind of MIA for the past couple of weeks. Melissa, Reagan, and I were at a fencing competition in Vassar, and then Thanksgiving week happened, and then Santi was at a fencing competition in Drew, so we haven't really had time to record, so we apologize for that. But we always talk about how we're talking after practice, um, but we kind of realized that many of you guys probably don't know about the sport we are involved with, fencing. So... This is what we're going to talk about this week, um, fencing, and kind of give you guys a little crash course on the sport that we practice <laughs> all the time. Okay, so to start, we're just going to do a little explanation of uh, history of the sport. Okay, so fencing is a really old sport dating back to 1200, uh, originated in Spain, and then would have moved over to Italy and France, where it really became defined as like the modern sport we know today, and it was first regularized as a fencing competition uh, in 1880 in the Royal Agricultural Hall in London. Yeah, so fencing is the sport with the swords. That's usually what it's referred to as and like yeah, people generally call it. But it's actually one of the first Olympic sports, like the original four sports that you have been in like every single Olympic. It's also believed to have been part of the original like Greek Olympics back in the day. So that's pretty cool. And, yeah, fencers, the reason why we wear the, like, white uniforms is because before we developed, like, electronic, well, we didn't, but <laughs> electronic, like, uh, equipment was developed was because you had to put, like, a little ink or stuff on the, on the tip, tip of your of the blade, weapon, yeah. and then you, that's how you would tell if you got hit or not, so... Yeah, that's a cool fact. The more you know. I didn't yeah, know that. But we, <laughs> yes, I thought no, it was just cool did looking. Did you guys know that the uniforms were white so you could see the ink easier? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's... Did you say that? Yeah. You said that the, you said that the ink was black, but you didn't say that the, the uniforms, uniforms were white. white. Okay, sorry. And Fact then, checks. do you know why coaches always wear black then? Um, because I guess they never get hit. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're always, they're like, just one giant point. Um, yeah, so, Santi, if you want to hit us up with the summary for each weapon. Okay, also, so... Yeah, sorry. Do you go. want me to explain them? Yeah, go. Okay, go. I'm going to explain all three weapons... Starting with, which one should I start with? The superior weapon, Okay, foil. so obviously foil. All four of us here do foil. It is a tip, it's a, a point <laughs> weapon, and um, I don't really know how to explain this. This is a really hard sport to explain. It uses <laughs> something that is called priority or right-of-way, in which you have to be the offensive person to, um, to make the point. Essentially, like, right-of-way kind of, like, addresses the issue, like, with two people hit at the same time, who only, gets the point? Yeah. Only one person can get the point in weapons that use right-of-way. And so it's kind of hard to explain what how you get right-of-way, but basically if you have the offensive action, then if both of you end up hitting but you were taking the initiative, you would have the right-of-way and you would get the point. I know yeah. the reasoning behind right-of-way is to make it seem more lifelike because if you're training to... Um, if you're using this weapon to train for, like, real life and, like... Combat. In combat, you're going to want to think it technically and make sure you're the one that's going on the offensive and not, like... Yeah. So in a the... real sword fight, foilists, are, foilists and sabrists yeah. are the most likely to 
be able to actually succeed. Yeah, because also... Sorry, Epe. It it goes along the lines of, like, if someone is coming at you with a sword in hand and is going to hit you... You wouldn't just you, you wouldn't just attack. stick your, you wouldn't just stick your your sword out and hit them because they they're still coming at you and they're still gonna hit you so it yeah. encourages you to like block their blade with something called a parry which then gives you right of way so then you survive so then you would survive and you wouldn't get hit so yeah that's the whole point is like it's it's encouraging you to put yourself in the superior position that you're not gonna get hit the target area so the place you have to hit is the torso and the back like the well, torso area yeah the torso so like. The main area, excluding the legs and the arms, I would say. Yeah. And the head. Yeah. And the head. Because that's, like, the deadliest part. Or parts. Like, if a sword goes through anywhere there. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're it's, dead. like, your vital region. And if you ever, like, see fencing, like, on TV or, like, at the Olympics, it's when, like, you see those, like, silver vests that yeah. we wear. Those are called the maze, and those are what defines the target area in weapons, like, in foil and saber. And that's... So the weapon has to hit there. Yeah. Like, yeah. the the maze will cover wherever the target area is. Yeah. yeah. Except for, well, yeah. Except I... for Epe. Yeah. We're... So I guess you can talk about Epe now. So Epe is, like foil, a tip, a point weapon. A point weapon. You have to hit with the point. Yeah, you have to hit with the point. You can't hit with the side. There's, like, I guess a mechanism at the very tip, and if you compress it, then the light goes off. I would say for Epe, um, there's no right of way. So if both people hit, both people get tu- get points. And there's like the entire body's target area. So you can hit for the arm, hit for the head, and you'd still get the point as long as you get them before they get you. Or yeah. if it's both at the same time, then both of you get the same, get the point. It's the weapon with the least rules. Yeah. And it's also, that's when you see everyone like dressed in like the all white gear. It's yeah, Epi. because they don't yeah. have lames, they don't have metal jackets. Yeah, since their whole body's target area, they don't need a then they the electric scoring equipment. Just if the little tip gets depressed, you just get a point. And it doesn't matter where. Yeah, and then last but not least, and then saber looks like the craziest one because it it's really fast. It's really <laughs> fast, and this one is you can hit with either the point or the side. It doesn't really matter. Most people hit with the side. Sabers look a lot like they're the most similar looking to like an actual like sword or like a pirate sword. Yeah, because they have like their bell guard like wraps around like the yeah. hand and like you can slash with it. I so, know yeah. saberists are supposed to um, they're supposed to like act like they're on horseback, and that's why their target area is anything from the hips up. Yeah, waist yeah. Up. Excluding the arms. No, the arms are uh, Excluding included. the hands. Excluding, excluding the hands. Excluding the hands. Yeah. But the arms and the head are all included. Yeah. That's why... Um, yeah, because it's based on a cavalry sword. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like... The... And Saber has right of way yeah, as well. Yeah, Saber has right of way. Oh, yeah. So Foil and Saber are the ones that act lifelike. So you have to like be like beware the other person, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. First blood and all that. Yeah, so that's kind of like a little summary of each weapon to help you kind of understand what that's all about. Um, So how'd you guys kind of get into fencing? I guess mine was the easiest one because it's the easiest story to tell because um, there was a fencing club five minutes outside of my house. So I just joined. It was right next to a bunch of like taekwondo and (laughs) printing shop and... Another story. I can't remember, but it was like right next to my house, so it was pretty easy. So you for just me. decided, like, on a whim that you wanted to try it. Yeah. How Did old were you, like... you? I don't remember. High school. It might have been. It, I think I started in middle school, but I took a break and I I got back into it like junior year of high school. 
did you like know what fencing was before or did you just like no like, i started oh. it and they started me with epee initially and then they changed me to foil good choice what about you regan i started fencing my senior year of high school and i had like seen it on tv before you know like at the olympics and thought it was super cool and like had always wanted to do it but i just never really had time because i was like a dancer growing up so i was always really busy dancing and then by the time my senior year of high school rolled around, there was, like, a lot of changes kind of going on in my life, and there, there was going to be a lot of, like, shifts in, like, what I was going to be doing with my time, and I had always wanted to try fencing, and now that this, like, kind of opening kind of emerged into my schedule, I decided no time like the present, and so I fenced there for a year, uh, and then I came to UF, and the rest is history. I've been fencing ever since. <laughs> what about you, Melissa? Oh, well, unlike the other three, I had no experience coming into the fencing club in high school. And just like in middle school and everything, I was never really into sports at all. Like the closest thing to sport, I guess like in elementary school, I was like in a little league soccer team. I think, yeah. <laughs> that was <Maybe>. it. <laughs> and so like in high school, I was really involved with theater and like art and stuff. And so coming into like college, I wanted something different. I wanted to do Become something. Become a jock. <laughs> Not a jock, so to say, but I just wanted to do something out of my comfort zone or something. I don't know, push myself out there. And so I decided to do like a fighting sport, I guess you can say. Like <laughs> yeah, a combative sport. A yeah. combative sport. So originally I really wanted to do um what's it called? MMA. No. Oh. Um, kickboxing. Oh, kickboxing. Oh. kickboxing. I always wanted to try kickboxing too. That's yeah, interesting. Like a kickboxing class. They offer classes at Student Rec, I think. Yeah. I've taken one or two. So I really it. wanted to do kickboxing at first, but then I saw the schedule and it didn't really work out with me. And so I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll join fencing. And here we are. And here we are. Four years later. For me, it was my dad did fencing while he was in college. So one day he was just like, okay, girls, get in the car. And I was like, okay, dad, we'll get it in the car. And he just drove us to this like random academy thing. Not academy, that's not the term you use in English. Um, Like a random club. And like it was like just really random. And we're like, what, what are we doing in this place? And he was like, we're going to try fencing today. I was like probably like 14 years old. And I, like Reagan, was a dancer girl, but I was, there was a point where I was doing fencing and dancing and it wasn't working out. So I decided to just keep fencing and I fenced until I was 16, but then I went to a boarding school. So I had to stop for two years and then I wanted to branch out in college and like make new friends because I was alone <laughs> and I saw that there was there was like a fence like I was I was at the gym and I looked down and there was just like all these fencers and I was like oh my god fencing I forgot I used to do that and I decided to start fencing again and I joined the club and then I've been fencing ever since oh and you yeah. made some friends made some friends here we are relatable though relatable yeah. content so a couple of fun facts about fencing, just so you guys can impress your friends at parties or whatever. There was originally no time limit for fencing bouts, but that was changed because there was a bout in New York that lasted seven hours. Oh, that sounds horrific. That sounds like the most horrible experience. I would just start running at the person when it gets, like, one hour is so long. Yeah, I can't, I don't even, it was definitely epic. Like, I don't think yeah. there's, like, any other fencing weapon where you could. That would take that long. Take that long. It's ridiculous. 
And also, so when we're test like before a bout, you have to like weigh your weapon at least for um epee and foil, and the amount of weight that they test to like ensure that like you're able to hit is actually the same amount of force that it requires to break skin. So which I don't get because I've definitely touched myself with an epee and like <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> like poked myself with an epee if that sounds better and. Well, it doesn't hurt. Well, also, usually you can, with Epi, though, you're, you, like... You're never going to hit someone with, like, yeah, 750... Like, yeah, like, I feel like if you, like, hit yourself... Yeah, that's... You're never going to hit it's yourself. It's, like, when it comes at you with force. Yeah. Like, if someone were to hit your bare skin. And that's happened to me before. Like, I've had yeah. people hit me, um, like, especially in, like, a really close distance or they, like, flesh, like, really hard. Like, you, you they do cut your skin. Yeah. Mm, so. Interesting. And apparently the tip of the fencing we- of a fencing weapon is the second fastest moving object in sport after the marksman's mark ma- ma- marksman's bullets. Yeah, I've heard that. So it's slower than uh, it's faster than everything except a gun. Except for bullet, yeah. Yeah, so watch out. Um, we're coming, <laughs> coming for you. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> and then President Theodore Roosevelt and Winston Churchill are former fencers. I feel There's like a- that's Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you can go. You no, can. I was just going to say there's a lot of former fencers. Like, if you look, I don't even remember now. There's, like, a list of, like, celebrities that all used to fence. And, yeah. Like, I haven't looked into it in a while, but it's surprising how many people have fenced. It's such a, like, pretentious sport. Or I, I, that's the impression we give off. And yeah. I didn't used to think that before, but coming to the U.S. and fencing here, I totally understand why people think it's, like, a pretentious sport. First, it's really expensive, so I guess, like, the demographic that's able to, to afford fencing, to afford fencing yeah. is, like, obviously, like... The pretentious kind. Yes. Um, and just, like, everything, like, I mean, yeah. just look at Erica. She's just so pretentious sometimes. I am. I mean, political science majors, we're not, we're not known for being humble, so... Pol- political science majors know everything. Yep. That is true. Don't you forget it. Yeah, and then, well, as... Reagan, you might find this little fun fact as a former dancer girl, but uh, many of the ballet positions are derived from fencing. And that's cool. Like, I just, I know definitely, like, coming into fencing with, like, such a extensive, like, ballet background and just, like, dance background, like, fencing, at least, like, learning the basics and, like, learning the footwork was so much easier. I don't know if you had that same experience, Erica, but, like, just, like, the coordination and, like, the bodily awareness... The, yeah, like, the flexibility and stuff. Yeah, like, that helps a lot, too, with, like, yeah. lunges and stuff. Because, like, you watch a lot of, like, new fencers that, like, come in with, like, not a lot of it, that kind of experience. Like, graceful. And, yeah, yeah, and there's, like, a difference. Like, it takes them longer, a longer time to, like, adapt to yeah. that. Especially, and, yeah. especially, like, the, uh, the like, on guard position. It kind of reminds me of, like, fourth position yeah. in ballet, where you kind of have to, like, like bend your knees while it's like, like doing it's apart. like doing a demi plie in fourth position yeah, yeah and exactly. your front foot but your front foot's just not turned out exactly yeah so it, it i can totally see that and also the whole like having to be using your mind and okay so i guess you can say this for like every sport but you know how there's like some sports that rely more on like speed and agility than like actual like, mind power mind power where like fencing kind of and dance i think kind of incorporate both like equally yeah, so, like, do you guys have any, like, favorite fencing moments that you've experienced in life? I don't know, like, a really fun bout or, like, a good time that you had while fencing? Mm. Besides, of course, meeting me. Yep, you were my f- most favorite event, Erica. <laughs> moment. That's it. That's... 
Okay, we guess we can move on then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have fun. Yeah, I don't have any emotional moments. We have gone to a lot of really fun tournaments. Yeah. Through, like, at oh, least... I would say my favorite one was Boston then. Yeah, like, oh, we, I get had to, lots of fun we get to travel a lot and go to fun places. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, like, we were just in New York, and that was really fun. And it's fun because you get to, like, go fence people, like, from all over. And that's kind of exciting, too. Yeah, also, yeah, it's always just fun to, like, I've been able to travel so much in the U.S. to see all these different parts of the U.S. I'd never been to before just because of, like, being part of the fencing team. Mm-hmm. So that's always cool as well. We've also had the chance to fence, like, really good fencers. Like, in my freshman year, we went to Notre Dame, and Reagan went in sophomore year. I went so. last year, yeah. Do you go to Notre Dame? I have not. No. But, like, Notre Dame is, like, the best fencing team in the country. Most of Team USA fencing fenced in Notre Dame and in my freshman year I actually got to I didn't fence against Lee Kiefer but she watched me fence her team and that was pretty cool Lee, Lee Kiefer, Kiefer is the number best one. foilist is like in the, the number world. one fo- women's foilist in the world yeah so that was really awesome fencing is like a really cool sport in that sense I don't know I just feel like it's a pretty it's a lot easier to like get like in tournaments and stuff it's just easier to like fence or not just like meet really good fencers or like get in touch with because it's such a small sport a small, compared yeah. to other sports so you can you can meet some really cool fencers and some really cool peeps but yeah there's also okay so i just want to like take a moment to address like fencing in media like there's so many portrayals of fencing in media it's just like so bad like, yeah. like just the, the, the everything. Yeah, media portrayal is really bad because sometimes they'll be using one weapon. Like, yeah, they're always dressed in, like, all white. But then um, they're holding sabers. But they're always holding sabers. Yeah, that's, like, the classic. Because sabers look the coolest and, like, yeah. from, well, like, the naked eye, like, saber looks the coolest. Just, like, fencing itself. It's, yeah. like, the most entertaining, I'd, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, well, the first one that comes to mind, for me at least, because... I don't know about my old club, like, they would have, like, this TV that would just play, like, different, they just, it would always be playing, like, Olympic bouts and, like, different scenes from movies and things that had fencing in it, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that comes to mind is there's this, I think it's Goldfinger, the James Bond movie, and it has Pierce Brosnan, like, He's being all James Bond. He's like, oh, yeah, let's fence. Let's do this. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and he's, like, dressed in, like, all white, and he's holding a foil, and then they fence. And they only fence for three touches, too, I think. Yeah, it's, like, three-touch bout, and, like, they're all, like, green, green, red light, and I'm like, It's like whoever touches. (laughs) That's not how it would work. Like, it's that how, who, mm, who organized this? Yeah, no, and the other one that, like, really, I think it's, like, the most, like, oops, sorry. The most iconic one is the parent trap yeah, scene. That yeah. One's like, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm looking they have up now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they they're using. Do they have foils. a maze too. No, no, they're not even wearing. Are they wearing? The other wearing just like jackets. They're just wearing like their whites, except one of them has like a green. Um, yeah, they're weird. See, I remember yeah. someone having not a white color. Yeah. Yeah, she she has like a green a white green and it's in always in the media like they always like obviously in like a real fencing bout you stay on the strip and that's the only place you're allowed to go. And yeah. it's not it's not like a sword fight. Like modern fencing is just like a sport. It's just like a game basically. It's really reduced down from like what an actual sword fight is, but in media it's always like super sword fight. Yeah, yeah, it's always like they're slashing around and they like are running all over the place and like are chasing each other. Yeah, and the pairs are like super dramatic. They're like 
So, like, every year when we have newbies come in, um, it's just really funny seeing how, like, their moves are just so dramatic yeah. and, like... They, it's very cinematic when yeah. they're on... And it's always, like, a big fight. Like, in Gilmore Girls, and there's that, that scene where they fence, like, yeah. Rory and Paris, and, like, they're in this big fight. And so they, she, like, attacks her with her weapon and, like, try, is, like, trying to actually, like, hurt her. Yeah. And, like, it's... that's not how fencing Oh, my God, is. memorable moments. I was fencing this one guy, and, like, every time he, like, moved his weapon around, he would make a... It would be, like, a Darth Vader noise. It'd be, like, <laughs> no. Wait, a oh, Darth Vader noise? Like, no. <sighs> I can't, that was not a Darth Vader noise. I can't remember. It was a Star Wars noise, but it was, like, one of those, like, 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 like a lightsaber, like a, like a wham. Yeah, like that, like that, something like that. Oh, my God. And it was just Is so annoying. I don't think you're allowed to talk on strip. No, you can't, but, like, this was, like... Where was this? Sunshine States. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Of course. Local Florida man makes lightsaber noises as he fences. And then there was one guy, I don't know how to explain it, but he was going like this. He was, like, walking, like, he was, like, I don't know, just take that so part he- off. <laughs> Wait, was that? It was kind of like that guy at Vassar that we had just this guy that um, was fencing. Um, yeah, and he was like, he was facing forward. So you're kind of supposed to like face sideways when you're yeah. fencing, but he was like facing forward. Oh, I forgot about him. He looked like a little, like, little, like, little, yeah. like, like little crab. Like, yeah. Oh, that's like Jake. I've no. never seen him fence. He's sort of like, Yikes. what does he do? He goes, no. I literally couldn't tell he you. He holds like, it back like this. Have, you, have none of you? I ever? don't watch. I've never seen him fence. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Jake, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Ignore me. <laughs> also, uh, do you guys there's this like cartoon called Miraculous, this like French cartoon, like and what it's like the tales of like Ladybug and Cat Noir. Oh, I know. I know exactly. what you're talking yeah. about, but yeah. I've never seen it. So there's it. this episode where they're like fencing and it's like the main character Adrian is like fencing this like new girl that like comes in, she wants to like join the fencing academy. And the fencing coach is like, fence one touch, and whoever gets the point, like, if you can beat him, then you can, like, join the fencing academy. And this girl, Marinette, who's literally never fenced a day in the li- in her life, is the ref. And they, like, make a touch, and it's their fencing saber, and they're like, sometimes it's hard to tell, like, who had right-of-way. And Marinette's like, I don't know who had right-of-way, because she's literally never fenced a day in her life. And she lets, like... Adrian get the touch instead of this like new chick and then she ends up like trying to kill him the rest of the episode and like becomes a bad guy oh my god <laughs> that escalated so quickly like, I didn't watch this so wait does like that show heck? actually like people people actually fence oh and they, like, and they, like, <laughs> I meant die but like oh, no no one ever yeah cause dies. it's like a kids show no no, no one actually dies but oh, she like okay. got really angry is their fencing like legit I mean not really but like it's like a little more legit than most it's not legit but it's, like, somewhat... It's just made me laugh because she, like, a bad refing call and she all of a sudden, like, is out to, like, kill this guy. Uh, well, I mean, there's quite a few fencers that <laughs> get like that, and so... I'm like, wow, representation. <laughs> representation <laughs> Sometimes matters. refs just don't see it. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's the issue with right-of-way is that sometimes it's it's not Easy black and white. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, that always happens. So I thought it would be cool if we answered some of, like frequently asked questions or fencing yeah like debunk some of the myths so the first one we have here is can saber and foil like have a face-off in a match um no no <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> to put it lightly people ask um, this question i'm like what that's so dumb but it, it makes sense when you think about yeah. it like, the weapons like are separate like you it's a separate separate set of rules separate i think the everything. only way you could yeah, like, I, I mean, just in terms of equipment, a foil and a saber 
just wouldn't get the, the machine is set programmed for a specific weapon so like if you plug in as a saber and then the other one is holding a foil stuff um, happens like it's just not gonna go off the machine just won't work the machine, the machine has work. three different settings yeah for three different weapons i think like the only one that could maybe work is epe no no it won't it right ground, it, it's like the difference in like what's grounded out and Oh, yeah, so yeah, so no, basically no. I guess, I mean, if you're dry bouting, you just, like, want to do that, like, I guess, knock yourself out, but... But in, like, actual, like, Olympic-style fencing, like, that's against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everyone stay in your lane. Well, yeah, and... it's, well, it's not a pop, but you know what I mean? Because some yeah. people think that that's, like, a legit thing. Like, I had a newbie ask me that, like, a few months ago. Interesting. Yeah. I want to ask who. Here... I don't even remember who it was. <laughs> I just remember the question. I just remember they asked. It was, like, someone on Epi, I think. They probably quit. I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, this is a good one. What is the scoop on flicks and whips? <laughs> what's the, what's the inside scoop on that? I don't... What is that? What do you mean, what is that? Flicks and whips? What are whips? I think it's Whipping just a good. colloquial term Co- for yeah. whips. For flick, I mean, I yeah. don't flick because I don't flick. I don't know how to newbies flick. love flicking that or like in general. Newbies can't flick. Wait, describe yeah, but, what's flicking yeah, for not, the yeah. average Joe. Okay, so flicking is like when you. It's when you. Yeah, throw you throw your blade hard. <laughs> not throw it, but like you f- swing you, it hard enough that it bends. You kind of crack it like a whip. Like yeah, to, that's like the best comparison. So it bends. Like usually, if you have a fle- more flexible weapon, it bends. Yeah, because that's easier. also things people don't realize that the weapons are bendy. Because, like, otherwise like, we would die. Yeah. So, for it's more specifically for foil and epee because both of them are um, point. point weapons. Yeah, you can't so flick you can, on saber. So, you can, the weapon bends. I mean, bends, you can flick in saber. And then, like, yeah. it's, like, you can get flicked on the back. Like, the little point can, like, reach around and, like, hit you. It'll make an arc. Yeah, yeah, like, it makes an arc and can reach around. So, instead of just, like, straining your arm and just hitting them straight, you, like, whip it around and, like, hit them, like. But this is, like really hard to do like they've also changed like the scoring the amount of time yeah they changed the scoring the amount of time that the button has that the button has to be pressed to to discourage flicking yeah yeah it's it's hard and i don't know why but like in general people that just started fencing because it looks really cool when you can do it but it's really hard and this is just a PSA for people to stop flicking if you don't have the amount of training. Yeah, the person you are fencing <laughs> will get hurt. I have had so many bruises. I remember there was this one Alex. guy. Opa! Alex, yes. okay, Alex destroyed my shoulders. But, like, no, there was this one guy um, that used to be on our team, but he quit. Who? Uh, what was his name? The yes. guy that bought Ollie on Paul. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't him. It was Logan. Oh, um, Logan, that. if you're listening to this... We miss you. <laughs> but I also want to point out that you tried flicking a lot, and uh, that hurt me a lot. <laughs> I remember I tried practicing flicking one day on Reagan. It hurts. So it just bad. hurts so much, I and was like, like stop. Because half of the time, it's like you're getting whipped. Literally, like you're you're getting whipped, and it's I mean, just okay. painful. And the scoop on it is, if you should practice it on a plastron thing, if not on your teammates. If you know how to flick, it doesn't hurt at all. Like, yeah, you but don't you even feel, feel it. it. Yeah. But if but... you don't know how to flick, then it hurts. Yeah. Can I also bring up, if you don't know how to flesh, please don't <laughs> flesh. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Flushing is when you, like, run. R- you literally like, just run, run at, them. at your You, like, opponent. jump and, like, run at them at, like, top speed. Like, you just, like, explode onto them. Yeah. And that can get sister stressful when yeah. people are running at you and it hurts when people get like too close too fast and they like just 
It, it's painful. Well, that's me. It yeah. makes sense for Epe, but for any other weapon with right away, that's a little just chaotic, honestly. Yeah. Well, Saber I mean, you can do it. it. You can yeah, do it. You're not allowed to in Saber. You can do it if you're doing it right. But like, what happens a lot is like people will just crash the distance and like it. Well, I guess this leads us to our next question: Does it hurt? No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it can. It doesn't hurt it if everybody's hurt. if everybody's fencing. Yeah, right. It doesn't hurt. You're usually wearing like, I guess we can talk a little bit about the equipment. But you wear your knickers, which are like the pants that you have to wear, and then um, you wear like a protector, like a half arm protector, yeah. which is called a plastron. Women have to wear a chest protector to protect the goods, and then. You wear the white jacket. jacket. And then after that, you wear, for saber and foil, you wear a lame. So you have, like, a good amount of layers going on protecting. So you shouldn't be... It's not like you're... You, it doesn't hurt usually. Yeah, and the weapons bend and absorb a lot of, the, like, the impact. Yeah. And if the weapons are when bending the right way, it really doesn't hurt. But it's when people, like, get too close or they, like, hit really weird and they're, like... Things can get wonky. Or sometimes, like, you have, like, that one spot in between, like, that where there's no, like, just a tiny it's sliver like right, of skin. It's, like, like, right, like, under your chest protector, like, yeah. on your ribs, it can yeah. hurt. that one always or gets Or when people me. hit you in the throat. Oh, my God. The throat, that one, I always end up with, like, so many bruises on my collarbones. It's really bad. Yeah, the collarbone and the throat hurts. Or, like, right on the hip bone. Oh, the hip bone, yeah. It's really common. Also, like, when you're at practice, you'll usually won't wear your, um, like, knickers. You're just, well, like, leggings or something. So if someone hits you, like, on the legs, it, like, it since you're hurt. not wearing any protection, it, it hurts a little bit. And you can get, like, scratches and bruises. But I don't really it, get bruises that much. I get bruises when I fence at bay with people. I never get bruises with foil. I, I do get a... I, I usually, it's, like, when people hit me off it's practice. Off, it's, off target. It's, yeah, it's the off targets, yeah. like, on the arm that yeah. usually results in the bruises. I always get hit in the hand. I don't know why. Also, it's because my glove is, like, threat, like super thin and, like, threadbare. But I get hit in the hand a lot for some reason because I, I guess I parry very deep or something mm-hmm. and, like, I get hit. And I've actually had my hand, like, bleed a couple of times. But that's just because, like, that's my fault. That's not the yeah. person I'm fencing's fault. But as a whole, it's a really safe sport. Like, it's one yeah. of the safer sports out there. Because, yeah. like, there's, yeah. like, a misconception that it's dangerous because, yeah. like, it's sword fighting and it's, yeah. like... Isn't there, like, a thing where, like, more people die... From fridges or something like that. Than from fencing. Like no one dies from fencing. Like yeah. it's. Really I mean, no, no. People no. definitely die. Do not die. Yeah. Very well, yeah. not common. It's like yeah. I say, no one is in. Like it's just like not. It's not common. Yeah. And every time someone dies, they change it up to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, again. there's like more rules and yeah. more safety rules. I think the last one was that guy that the masks the visor that we masks. used. Yeah, that he like someone's weapon broke and it like penetrated his mask. Usually the only and, time, like, serious injuries occur is when the weapons break. Yeah, that's, like, because when it breaks, obviously you just are left with, like, a point E. Like, a, yeah, it gets, like, a sharp yeah. edge, and it's So that's the dangerous. only time. Oh, my God, remember that time? Was it orange and blue or one of those where, like, Harrison pierced a guy's hand? That was, like, in, my, in our freshman year, no? Do you guys not remember that? I don't remember I, like, that. have a fuzzy memory of it, but sort of. I don't remember the I whole can't story. remember if it was, like... I just remember hearing about this. I can't actually remember who was here at UF, but basically one of our um, former fencers, shout out to Harrison. Opa! Um, he was fencing, he was a saberist, and he was fencing this guy. And you, the hand which you, you hold your fencing weapon with has a glove that you wear, but the hand that you don't 
fence with like uses for your weapon doesn't but it's supposed to be in towards the back so you, you shouldn't ever have like contact with the weapon but i guess this guy like put his hand in while harrison went in for a lunge or something and he like pierced the guy's hand oh, yeah was rough. it like was there a hole through his hand after yeah him? i think like the weapon like went through <gasps> or at least like is... yeah it was like something like that i've was... heard i've heard that somebody like i can't remember if it was foil or epi like there it pierced their arm like Whatever this part of the arm is called, what is this part? The, of the forearm. Yeah. Yeah. Forearm. So it like went straight through the two bones. Oh, oh my god. And yeah. like supposedly like it was a really important tournament. So what the guy did was like he took it out, bandaged it. Jeez. I think it was the that's I think it was dangerous. the off arm. I think it was the off arm. Oh my god, that's and, so dangerous. Um, he finished it because they were like almost done. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, you should be fine. I don't think I've it's, ever yeah, had it's really any not serious. a dangerous sport. Yeah. Maybe there's one every, no, no, not one death, one every, like, There's just, like, freak injury. stories, like, just, and the times that it does happen, it's usually because someone, their gear, like, they're, they're just not. Yeah, if the gear is up to par, yeah. it shouldn't be. And obviously, freak accidents happen with everything. Exactly, yeah. all sports. I've seen some freak accidents in soccer. Yeah. A lot, definitely a lot for boxing stuff. Because yeah, exactly. that's, yeah. yeah. So, so, it's not, it's. It's a good sport. In that sense. But yeah, so we've kind of been talking about like how there are stereotypes related to the sport and stuff. But there's definitely like a type of personality for each weapon. Or at least for for the University of Florida. I use for yeah, yeah, at least for our UF. case study that we're like basing this off of is our University of Florida fencing. Also team. other yeah. competitions that we've been around yeah. and seen. Yeah. Because yeah, you you've interact with lots of people when and, you go to tournaments and, and there's, there's some characters. Some common denominators. So we can just start with women's foil since we are women. Well, except for Santi, and we are foil. And I think in general, the the type of girl that will join foil tends to be like Tumblr like girls. Like a Tumblr girl, yeah. Yeah, we all definitely are. <laughs> I don't even know how like, to explain it. Like we, we're like it. not like definitely not. I don't even know. Like, we're not cool. Yeah, we're not cool. <laughs> like. We're pretty lame. We're not, like, educational nerdy. We're just, like, fangirl, I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely that's, like, like the best way. Um, I mean, not all women's foil, though. I feel like there's some um, crazy ones over there. I mean, look Name at... crazy. Look, yeah, look at, like, just our team of women's foil. Okay, I gotta think about this. Because there's some, like... I'm sorry, we are all Tumblr girls. You can tell, like, it's... We're definitely it, all Tumblr there. girls. Like, yeah... Um, which leads us then to men's foil. I don't agree with this. Okay, <laughs> I agree somewhat with this. Actually, no, this I agree one, with this. This one that we have written down is kind of like just men's foil in general, like, throughout. Yeah, it's definitely like not nationwide. Of like, nationwide, yeah. they're like your stereotypical fencer, like your pretentious, skinny white boy. Yeah, like, definitely name, like... But they have to be thick. Thick so it, we, thick skinny, it's skinny, yeah. it's skinny thick, and yeah, like they're they're like skinny up top, but have like thunder thighs. That's always like the the common. And it's one thunder thigh. Yeah, it's just one. Because fencing lunging. makes you very lopsided. Yeah, and you, Santi, like your legs, like your right thigh is so much bigger. It is. Yeah, like I can notice, like your legs, you can notice it so much, like how much bigger I know, your thigh is. I know, I have to fix that. I don't know how I'm gonna fix that though. <laughs> you just lift with one leg. <laughs> But, yeah, and then they're always named, like, William, Baron, Alexander or something. Add a number to the yeah. end. So yeah, like, the third or the something. Third. Yeah. And they're all, like... rich Yeah, rich, rich-ish, thick and skinny. Fast. Yeah. I'd say, like, men's foil. We've had this discussion a lot. 
men's foil is probably one of the um, most competitive yeah. weapons. Not saying it's that like really the most competitive. Yeah, I'd it's say it's definitely, definitely the, the most competitive, competitive in terms of because foil is the weapon where in most clubs they'll start you off in foil because it's the most similar to like it's like a middle. It's point. a good middleman. Yeah. So it's a good uh, weapon with to start with and then choose if you want to go into epee or saber just because. I guess it's the easiest to, yeah. You can, you can, it just has, like, elements from both. It's easy to transition from foil to any other weapon, but it's harder to transition from, like, like saber saber to to epee would be really hard. Exactly. But to go from foil to epee would be easy, or foil to saber would be easy. Yeah, so, and then lots of people stay in foil, and then Everybody's in foil. Yeah. There's a a lot of people in foil, and the men's teams are, like... Usually pretty strong. Yeah, usually very strong, very competitive. So, yeah, that's... That you watch everyone in our team be like super triggered, be like, um, actually, I've heard that Saber and Emmy actually. No way. Like, I'm not even gonna listen to them. Epi is definitely Saber. Okay, anyone. uh, I feel like Epi is the next one. Drop a comment if it's (laughs) triggering you at UF fencing. Um, But yeah, definitely Mofo is is probably hardest. But yeah, then you also have just like all the rich skinny boys. Yeah, and then we have Women's Saber. Kind of, I agree with this one. They're kind of scary in a sense. They're, they're, yeah, they've got this scary attitude where it's they're intense. serious. Yeah, they're like kind of. I wouldn't say edgy is the term, but like they just have like an intensity about their. And this is like saber as a whole. You need they're, to have like a very strong very, personality. Like more women saber. saber, I would. And say. like a very like yeah. athletic mindset. Like it's yeah. very like they're. I don't know. Like if you go into like a tournament and you hear like women screaming or a person screaming, it's always saber. It's, no, it's just, uh, yeah, it's always saber, but it's mostly women saber. Yeah, it's, they give me like ex soccer players. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, they have that kind of vibe to them. Like yeah. they were like on the soccer team in high school. And they're like cool girls, but like the cool girls, like everyone respects them, but they're not. They're not the but popular not like, people. Yeah, they're not popular, but like everyone's like cool kind of like, oh wow, they're so cool. Yeah, and that's women's saber. Yeah, and low key intimidated by them. And then men's skate, men's skater, men's saber, <laughs> is just like they're a little scruffy. They're like scruffy, like the type of guy that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of our men's saber team, and I'm like, no, but yeah. Okay, so like, in general... <laughs> oh my god. In, in general, like, nationally, they're very scruffy and intense. Yeah, and they're all, they're all like beard boys. And for some reason, I think I think men's saber have like the thickest legs. Yeah. Because again, saber's like, they're like, af- they're they're like athletic. Thick. Men's like... saber, guys, thick AF. <laughs> they have to go fast. Yeah, and they're all they're like the type of guy that like will break your heart, but you're like thank them for destroying you emotionally anyway. You yeah. know, that's like that's like men's saber vibe. <laughs> yeah. Not Daniel, sure if it applies to like Yeah, maybe all not our, UF, yeah, but, so like, you have but like in general. Um Daniel, our guest from last, last, episode, last episode was is in Saber. Shout out to Daniel. But yeah, so that's men's saber good way of i think it's pretty accurate and then we have women's epee women's epee is like cutesy popular girls they're all really pretty in like their own way they're not all like you know what i mean they're like tall and elegant yeah and uh epees are always really tall yeah because they're all like tall and they're all like have this they're always like 
skinny and curvy, like, perfect yeah. body types. And, like, they, like, take their mask off after a bout, and their face is just, like, not they red and all... sweaty, and their hair is, like, not a hair out of place. And it's yeah, always... because they don't run. They don't do... They just jump back and forth, back and forth <laughs> in line. I, after I'm done with the bout, I look like a ragamuffin. I don't know why. It's always epic girls that have, like, ribbons tied to their masks at competitions. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you serious? Like yes. Bow. They have, like, a little bow and stuff, and they always look... Oh my, it's always also like women's epi that are wearing makeup while yes. fencing. And the makeup does not. And get they destroyed. look fine. Yeah. I, do, I don't get it. Like, they're just like, and they're super popular. They're like people, people. And they're like, they're all. That's definitely women's epi. They're, they're just always like the popular girl squad. I can agree with that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's the tea. And then you have men's epi. <laughs> oh my God. Men's epi is like. Nice guys finish last. <laughs> like, they're just, like, nerdy, tall boys. Very tall. Very freakishly tall. Um, yeah, definitely very nerdy. Like, like, like an engineer ma- engineering major. All, yeah, all engineering majors, all physics majors. They're, they're like, nerdy. And I, I'm i not sure if shy, but, like, serious Yeah, They're more serious. Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they always have like, like kind of smell bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Epe, like men's Epe, you always look at men's Epe like they're whites and they always just have like I've never they seen like men's Epe like with Clean without like some whites. random stain or just like white, you Except know. Except for they, maybe Zach. <laughs> they just always have like this weird like brown stain at one point or like off white whites. But they're nice guys. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're nice guys. But definitely yeah, I think that's that's an accurate representation yeah. of men's epi. But yeah, so that was just kind of like a little crash course of our weapon. We thought you guys would be interested... Our weapon, our sport. We thought you guys would be interested in kind of having more context about what it is we like to do in our free time. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. And Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yes, and... And Facebook. And to um, subscribe to our podcast, wherever it is you're listening to. And leave a comment and rate us. Yeah, watch all of our fencing team just be, like, super annoyed and, and message us. Well, stars. you know, if you're annoyed, like, write a comment, you know? Yeah, yeah. write a comment and review and share why you You want a think. topic to be discussed? Write a comment. Exactly. You have some questions for yeah, us? If you, write if, a yeah, comment. Yeah, if you don't know anything about fencing and we didn't answer all your questions... Let us know. We'll answer them. We'll answer We're all your questions. We're here for questions. you. We, we aim to you. please. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time with a new episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>